0: Hi and welcome to Coffee and Galacas. I'm your host Joe. If you're new to this podcast, I want to welcome you and just let you know that this is a weekly podcast where we sit around the coffee table, where then we discuss stories of the supernatural, mysticism, and all else in the beyond. Um, if this is something that interests you, then I hope you follow us on all our social media accounts. Go ahead and go to GalacasPod.com, and we have a link to all our account- our social media accounts there. We have a um, facebook and instagram a spotify a uh youtube of course and um we even have a patreon so if you're interested go ahead and like and subscribe and support this channel and i hope you enjoy this show thank you okay so this won't be a very long episode um honestly i mean it's 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 a good episode but not um not very long something just to start off the month um Happy February to everyone, and um, I'm gonna set up something. I know I keep saying this, but this time it is uh, it is true. I'm gonna set up a little calendar of sorts on Instagram. So if you're following us there, go ahead and check that out. Um, I'm gonna try to post in you know, preferably within a couple of days. Um, it's gonna have sort of a. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say it's a preview, and I I really, I really don't want to give away the topic of each episode, but yeah, it's going to give away the topic of each episode. Um Nonetheless, I hope that you stick around for this episode and maybe by doing that, um you can, you know, you can, you can plan for it. I don't know. Um So I have kind of a theme going on um for the month of February, because, you know, it's all about love. A lot of the color red, you know, it sticks out a lot. Um, I was thinking something kind of, you know, kind of bloody, kind of gory, uh, but not being too bloody and too gory because, you know, got to take, you know, got to go easy on that. But, you know, Um, it's going to be interesting. Okay. Nonetheless, it's going to be a very interesting um, month. And I really hope the content for this month, um, you know, everyone likes. If you don't like it, you know, send me a message, um, comment or something and, and just let me know. I'm. I'm always interested in feedback. Um, I mean, anything I can do to make these episodes um uh, better. I mean, I'll, I'll try or anything, right? Um. So let's get into this week's episode. Um, this topic this week. Um, I'm gonna try my best not to butcher, butcher it. I asked Google like maybe about ten times. You know how do you pronounce this and I know that as much as I've I've heard it pronounced, um it, it doesn't stick with me. It's you know, some words just don't don't register my my brain long enough to, you know, resonate And this is one of them. Um the topic this week is called the oh my gosh, I could pronounce this. Cauchet. Cauchy? Cauchet. We're gonna say cochet. Yeah. So coche is known as Cauchet the Deathless. Um, it is a Rus- Russian um, legend of immortality, and you're probably thinking, "Well, you know what?" <laughs> um, so I know that I like to talk about stuff that relates to Hispanic culture, um, mostly, or stuff that relates to the city of Brownsville or the or the um, Rio Grande Valley. Um, but this is this kind of stood out to me. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I haven't really heard of a legend like this within the Hispanic culture, and I guess maybe that's why it stood out to me. Um, so this legend is of this I mean, would you say it's a wizard? A warlock of sorts? Um, let me pull up my notes real quick. So Koshe, goshi um, was also known as the immortal or the deathless. Okay. So it, like I said, it, it comes from Russia. So if you are Russian or know how to speak Russian, let me know how do you pronounce this? Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure in Russian, it, I mean, cause it, I, I'm reading it off the English version here. Um, but I know in Russian it is spelled differently. Um, but nonetheless, the story translates beautifully. Um, either way. So, Koschei um is or or was sort of a um I guess you could say like a warlock of sorts, you know? Evil person and um I don't know if anyone here is a fan of Game of Thrones, but if you are, then you know the White's, okay? You know, uh the White Walkers and there is one um I think he's, he's one of the main guys and he's on one of the horses, you know, um, if, if you don't know Game of Thrones, I'm sorry for spoiling this for you. Um, go watch it, please. Trust me. Um, maybe not the last season, but you know, you still have to watch the last season. It comes full circle, sort of. Um, that last episode though, man, that was mm, not my favorite, but you know what? I'm a fan. So I'm going to take it and just, just go up with it. Right. Well, anyway, um, so In the images I saw of this, Koshi, Koshi, we're gonna say Koshi, um, he has a look of like like a, a White Walker, you know, um, just very gaunt, bony, even um, you know, really wasn't much to him. And according to what I read, it's because he 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 was immortal that you know, like I guess his own body just deteriorated as time went on. But you know, certain things or certain uh spells would would uh kind of revive him somewhat and he'd become um you know full you know person again, right? Um he'd have the health back and it's like when you're playing a video game and you know they hit you with something and then you you uh eat the magic mushroom and then boom, you're back to you know how you were before. And that's kind of what would happen with him. So the reason Goshi was um who he was known as the immortal deathless and the reason was that because he chose not to die um he he himself used a spell to keep himself from dying um from what i understood he put his soul inside a pin that was inside an egg that was inside a duck that was inside a rabbit that was inside i don't know what else like uh inside a box i believe and that box was buried in an enchanted island that you could only see at a certain time of the day. I don't know. Something along the signs, came very detailed. Okay. So basically his soul wasn't set in an egg hidden away from everyone. And, um, he did that because he wanted to live forever. So Goshi was just, an, was just an, an, evil person and would go after people, um, kill everyone. He, you know, that disagreed with him, um, took whatever he wanted. Honestly. Um, he, uh, if he found a woman he he you know coveted he would go after her take her and because he was so powerful he was a par- sorcerer powerful sorcerer um he was able to overcome all his uh i mean his foes his, his his uh enemies i mean i don't know i i feel like when you say the word enemies you know you're the the you know the victim here but he wasn't the victim he he was just a, a total ass um it's written in russian uh you know folklore and i find it interesting that you know this is what they tell kids in russia at night to go to sleep oh let me tell you a story you know about the about goshi the deathless and you know how he uh raped and killed women and you know and live forever and i i know that in in one story um he actually does die um the story goes that he takes the woman the pr- a princess who was married to this to this prince um the prince goes after her i think with like his two brothers and like that and upon going after him the first brother comes um they attack him or they they're trying to find him they can't find him um, the second brother comes back and, you know, same thing, third brother is the one that succeeds and he finds the, his, the, you know, Goshi's soul, breaks the egg on top of Koshi's head, which is one of the ways to kill him, um, breaking the soul, breaking the egg on top of his head. And then, you know, I mean, you, you, he's invincible, like he's, he's not invincible anymore. He's, uh, you know, um, he's just like everyone else, you know, um, I am lost for words here. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, no. Um, he basically becomes, you know, just human again. Um, he he's open to to attack, and and it's his soul being protected that keeps him from dying. You know, but the moment his soul is back in his body, um, you know, he he's open for attack, and, and yeah, that's what happened. He ends up dying in that story. Now, um, Goshi is uh, seen as a Slavic gog. Oh my gosh. Slavic God of Death. And which I find um kind of interesting too. Um, yeah, when you think of death, it it it's an invincible force. Um, not something that that uh you know vulnerable. That's the word I was looking for. My gosh, I'm I'm tired, guys. It's just what it is. I'm just tired. My brain thinks that a (laughs) it's like in two different wavelengths. One side's like going really fast, the other side's just like, you know, just going so slow. So yeah, sorry if I just randomly shout out random words here and there. But yeah, so he's vulnerable, you know, once he finds his soul. But anyways, um and, and yeah, I kind of go through this. Um, so when you think of, of death, death isn't vulnerable. Um, you know, but here he is. Um, you know, the moment he has his soul back, he is a vulnerable individual. And like I said, he's just you like you and me. He he can be harmed, he can be killed. And that's what happens to him, so what can I say? Um, now I, like I said, if, if you have seen uh, um, Game of Thrones, then yeah, you can't, it, it kind of goes with that. I don't know. Uh, as I was like reading this, uh, about this legend, um, I kept getting like this Game of Thrones vibe to it. You know, this, uh, the the um, White Walkers were pretty much um, uh, invincible, they they weren't. They weren't easily harmed. Um, you really had to like. I mean, they could kill you. That's for sure. They could kill you, but you really couldn't kill them unless you had the dragon's uh, uh dragon dragon flood. Uh, oh my gosh, is that what's called dragon blood? That that black uh, the 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 obsidian the Valyrian uh sword. You know, you had to have certain tools that weren't easily found. Um, in order to actually kill a white walker. Um, it, it it was very hard to kill them, you know, because they were already dead, you know, and that's kind of what Goshi is. He's someone who's already dead, but still alive because his soul is um protected, you know. So without without his soul dying too, then he can just keep coming back and coming back, and that's kind of what he does. He just keeps coming back and, you know, time flies by, yet he doesn't die. And, and, um, they, they, you know, it's often seen, you know, this, this, uh, this, this legend, you know, it's just, I mean, yes, it's, it's something to entertain kids. But, um, if you really like, you know, inspect it, um, there's more to it, you know. Um, so, okay, common sense would say, okay, Goshi's an imaginary creature. Um, it's supposed to represent death and something evil, but uh, they they do believe um, historians do believe that this individual was based off this. Um, I'm not sure if he was an admiral of sorts, um, but he 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 was a, um, I, I have it written down here. Um, he was name as Khan Korchak. He was a polvostian leader. So they say that he might be based off of him. Um, and I, I I try, you know, finding out why, right? So uh, they say that this Polish leader named Khan Kochak, he was in the 12th century. Um, his presence was last recorded in the early 13th century in Kiev. Konchak has lived for more than 100 years at the time encompassing more than six generations. His longevity was most likely the reason for Gosh Kochi's uh, um you know deathless or immoral and, and think back you know at that time you know living beyond the age of like 40 50 was kind of unheard of you know people had early deaths you know um no i guess no one really lived beyond that age you know going 60 80 you know you're you're ancient man like you you've seen things and I mean, now we have more people, um, it's more common place to have someone who lives up to a hundred and beyond. I mean, look at Betty White, 99. She was just days away from her hundredth birthday. I think she was upset and he was like, oh, hell no. If I can't live to, you know, be 101, then you can't live to be a hundred. So he came after her. Um, yeah. Um, Betty White, if you're listening to this podcast, which I know you are girl, um, Thanks and love your work and miss you here. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, honestly, that's kind of where this, um, I guess, this folklore, this legend, you know, um, gained wings from, you know, it's like, okay, well, here's this individual who's lived for so long. He's, he's immortal. I mean, wow, he's lived beyond, uh, you know, uh, mom, dad, grandma, you know, Aunt, Aunt Susie. And it's like, whoa. And eventually he does die, you know. And again, Goshi in in some stories, eventually does die, and all because someone finds his soul and you know makes him vulnerable again, and they kill him. So, um, uh, w- going back to to Khan, uh, besides seen insanely long life, you may wonder how did the Eastern Slavs pick this Turkish leader? Um, to create an immortal, evil death, bringing character to life, right? I mean, if you weren't, well, now you're going to find out, okay? <laughs> Sorry, it, it's part of my notes here. Um, so, Goshi's relationship with the Christian Eastern Slavs were quite nuanced and complex. Um, he once rescued the Russian prince Igor from captivity, and his daughter later married Igor's son, and he was also pagan, Okay. Um, Hence, a plausible assumption is that Christian Slavs uh, demonized a pagan leader and portrayed him as a stereotypical villain. So Khan um, is now questioned because, okay, so he he meets his princess, you know, marries her. um, But because he wasn't Christian, they're like, you're evil, man. You know, you, you are into some stuff that we're not into and which is something that that's always happened. Like I mentioned back in the Salem witch trials episode, um, if you slightly differ from what was typical religious views then, then you were a witch. And that's kind of what's happened with, with this man. Um, he was just slightly different than everyone else, didn't practice like everyone else does, you know? then okay, you're you're evil, you're you're good for nothing, you know, you're just a villain, and so they made him out to be a villain, and, you know, they tell stories about him, and because, you know, why else, they didn't celebrate, you know, um, differences back then, not that differences are celebrated much more now, right, but people are more open-minded to understand, okay, well, we're different religions, we practice different things, you know, you're spiritual, I'm more, religious okay well it we all different do different things right so um you're less likely to villainize someone for you know you have someone who's christian but then you have someone right here who's wiccan you're less like to, to 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 um villainize them it it happens still um but you're not going to go and write a story about you know Sharon right here who who uh who who's wiccan you know it, it's not as likely i mean I've seen some stuff. I know I got a letter in the mail the other day from, uh, from the Jehovah's witnesses. And, you know, um, if you're a Jehovah, I, I don't want to offend you. I'm sorry, but, um, I just find it funny. Um, I mean, I, I have a, with what I do for, for my, for my job. Um, I do, I have met some Jehovah's witnesses and I've told them, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a practicing Catholic. Um, not sure exactly how I practice, but you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm baptized and all that. Um you know, but it's this idea, oh, you have to be in my religion in order to, you know, like, I guess be good with the Lord. That's a little excessive. Um, so yeah, you might, I, I got, like I said, I got a letter from, from a Jehovah's witness the other day. Um, and it basically said, you know, um, don't let these times of, uh, of darkness and uncertainty lead me down the dark path. And instead, you know, uh to contact them and you know i would be invited to their church service and um a little bit m- more than that and had some some links in there that, that were included. I know links in on in, in the letter and you know they don't come to your door anymore now they just send you letters and yeah so I, I I read the letter um you know um I was not interested so I didn't follow much more with it but um yeah you might have someone who feels okay well you don't practice the way I do so yeah, you're, you're, you're wrong. Um, and that's, I guess that kind of goes back to this, you know, oh, this, you're, you're pagan where Christianity, you're evil. Um, you have some people who really take it to an extreme. Other people just don't really care anymore. Um, they're not going to go and, like I said, they're not going to go and villainize you, but you you have some people who, will. and that that's something that, you know, I found very interesting, you know, just how you know, you have someone who, who, or how this story came about, you know, it wasn't just something that someone came up one day because they were high on like opium, but because they found someone who was just evil just for practicing differently than they, than they did. Um. So the root of Koshi's name is the word kost, meaning bone, the term Koshi and its variations across all Slavic languages. Um, can also mean camp, military officer, captive, or slave. While in Turkic languages, it means wanderer. So I guess it's maybe someone who's a lost soul. And, th- and that's why it kind of relates to death, because death is like the, the bringer of the souls. Um, you know, so that's kind of how it comes about. And you you wonder, well, wow, you know, history really takes its place here. Um, that's kind of all of what I've had today. If you are, if you like this episode, go ahead and comment down below, like and subscribe. Let me know what you think. Like I said, uh, follow us on our social media. We have uh, galactuspod.com to link with all our social media. Um, and remember, life begins after coffee. Thank you.